0: let's take our seats and can we turn in our Bibles to the the Gospel of Luke, uh, chapter 17. We're going to read from verse 11, the Gospel of Luke, chapter 17, and beginning at verse 11, please. Luke, chapter 17, and verse 11. And it came to pass as he went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go, show yourselves unto the priests. And it came to pass, that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, and with a loud voice glorified God, and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, Where are the ten cleansed? But uh, were were there not ten cleansed, but where are the nine There are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. Amen. We know the Lord will add his blessing to the reading of his precious word to our hearts for his name's sake. Let's just unite together, please, in a word of prayer. Our loving God and our gracious Father, We do thank Thee for the power of our Saviour tonight to cleanse and also to make whole. And we thank Thee that Thou art able to take that which is broken and that which is marred, And we thank Thee that Thou art able to make it into something that is whole and right. And we pray, Lord, that Thou wouldst be pleased to work in hearts tonight and be pleased to save to the uttermost all that come unto God by thee. Bless thy word to our hearts just now, for it's in Jesus' precious name that we'd ask these things. Amen, amen. As the Lord Jesus was making his way towards Jerusalem for the last time, we read that he passed down through the border region between Galilee and Samaria. Some of the commentators have speculated that uh, there must have been something that happened in order to make the Lord Jesus go this fairly unusual journey and this um, uh, unusual route. Uh, They speculate that he must have fallen out with the local inhabitants, and as a result, he had to make a sort of a detour into a region that he would not normally have been in. But nevertheless, we know that God is sovereign And while it may be that he had to divert in the human terms, there were those that he was going to meet. And we read in verse 12 about ten men that he was going to encounter on his journey. It says that as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And I want you to see something fairly unusual about these men. Not only that they were lepers but there there was a mixed group of these men. You will find that the Lord Jesus sent them to the priest in order to be healed, and that would indicate that the the most of the men who were there were Jews, uh, and they were men who were familiar with the Jewish religion. But at least one of them was a Samaritan, because we are told at the end of the story that the one who went back to thank the Lord Jesus for his deliverance was a Samaritan. And we know that uh, in those days, the Jews had no dealings with the Samaritans. There was a hatred between them. The Jews looked upon the Samaritans as a sort of a hybrid race. They were sort of half breeds. Uh, They had a sort of a half kind of religion that had elements of the truth, but also elements of paganism in it. And it was sort of a A kind of a poisonous thing. So there was no love lost between the Jews and the Samaritans. But these men were lepers. And because of their predicament and because of their illness, they had been brought together. There was sort of a a comradeship between them because of the uh, leprosy and the disease that was upon them. And while there are differences between them, there were Jews and there were Samaritans here, and while there are there other differences that are highlighted in the portion of Scripture, like the fact that the, only the Samaritan came back to thank the Lord, at the same time, I want you to see that there are many similarities between these men Jews, Samaritans, men of different places. Uh, from different uh, uh, kind of jobs, but they were all the same in different ways. And I think the person of Scripture sort of highlights for us the ways that these men were similar. And that is something that we should pay attention to tonight because we are all similar in many ways. We might come from different uh, backgrounds, We might come from different families. We might have different talents and abilities. We might have a different outlook in many ways. But there are so many things that are similar about us. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The Bible says there's none righteous. No, not one. And I think the way that the Word of God sort of picks out the similarities of these men is very interesting And what I want to do tonight very simply is to look at seven ways that these men were the same. They had this common need and it just underlines the common need of men and women in this world. So let's just look tonight at the seven ways that these uh, ten lepers were the same. And first of all, I want us to see Very simply and directly, they all had the same disease. We read the Bible says there met him ten men that were lepers. Ten wretched men, ten forsaken men, ten disheartened men, ten hopeless men. They had caught leprosy. Now we don't know anything about their background. There may have been some of them that were high up in society before they caught the leprosy. There may be those who were the pillars of society. Might have been even those that were priests in the temple looking after the things of God. But all that was wiped away when they had caught the leprosy. You see, when leprosy it was regarded as a, a contagious disease, and when anybody caught leprosy, they were brought to the priest. And if the priest discerned that there was leprosy in them, they were, uh, they were declared unclean in the sight of the law. And then when they were unclean, they were banished. They had to leave their family. They had to leave their, the society. They had to leave behind all that they had. And they were sort of treated as a social pariah. They had to dress in torn clothes. They had to go about in uh, sort of a ragged type of a condition so that anybody that saw them knew they were a leper and wherever they went they had to cry unclean unclean and of course we have there a picture of sin we think of how sin comes into the uh, life of men and women in the book of Leviticus chapter 13 we have some of the laws of God about leprosy and when the person was suspected of leprosy It says in Leviticus 13 and verse 44, He is a leprous man. He is unclean. The priest shall pronounce him utterly unclean. His plague is in his head. And we think of the uncleanness that has come upon men and women because of sin. We read in Isaiah 64 and 6, But we are all as an unclean thing, and all our righteousnesses are as filthy rags, and we do fade as a leaf in our iniquities, like the wind have taken us away. And like leprosy, we think of how it has the habit of multiplying. You think of how the leper would come, and maybe there was a wee spot in his hand, or in his leg, or on his body somewhere, and I'm sure that at the start he felt, well, uh, oh, I hope it's nothing too bad. And then the leprosy would start to spread. It would go to the fingers, go to the ear, go to the leg, and uh, the whole feeling would go out of the leg, and then maybe it would be put into a fire or uh, touch something that was uh, very dangerous, and by that means very often they would lose many of their limbs. And you think of the way that sin is like that. It spreads within us. You know, you think of um, maybe... When you were younger, you swore, took the Lord's name in vain. And my, you felt that. you it, it, There was a feeling there, like the feeling in the hand. But maybe today, when you take the Lord's name in vain, there's no feeling. The feeling's gone. You can do it with impunity. You hardly know what you're doing. You see, sin has a way of spreading. And sin has a way of taking away the feeling and the conviction that once we had, it's not there anymore. And I'm de- I am say to you, dear friend, if you're in that condition, you're in a very dangerous place indeed. Oh, we can harden our necks against God. We can harden our hearts. And God stops speaking to our hearts. But When you think of leprosy here, it's a picture of sin. But it's also a picture of separation. We said that the leper was to be put in a colony outside of the camp in a place of loneliness and in a place of isolation. And you'll see there in verse 12 where it describes the meeting of the Lord Jesus with these men. It says that as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers which stood afar off. And you notice that bit. They stood Afar off. They were far off from the Savior and they had to stand afar off. That was part of the law. They weren't allowed to come near anybody, they weren't allowed to approach anybody, but they were far off from the Savior. Isn't that what sin does? Isn't that what sin has done in your life? You're far off from the Savior. You hear the invitation of the gospel, but you reject it. You hear the pleading. Of the gospel preacher to come to Christ. But my you want to ignore it. You want to uh, turn your back upon every uh, invitation. But dear friend. You're away from the presence of the saviour. You know in the bible. The presence of the saviour is spoken of as a place of joy. In uh, uh, Psalm 16 and 11. In thy presence is fullness of joy. And at thy right hand. There are pleasures forevermore. In the Psalm 46, it speaks about God being a very present help in time of trouble. Oh, what a wonderful thing it is for the child of God when we're in the midst of trouble and trial to have a God who is there to help us and to lift us up, to know the presence of one whose strong arm is there to take us out of that place of trial and trouble and tribulation. But, dear friend, outside of Christ, you don't have His presence. And you think of how the hope of every child of God is to be in His presence throughout all eternity. We speak of heaven tonight. We think of that place where we'll be in His presence throughout all eternity. But, dear friend, tonight you're far off, far off from Christ far off from God, far off from the place of joy, the place of peace, the place of deliverance. Dear friend, what a hopeless condition you're in. It's a picture of sin, it's leprosy, and picture of separation. But it's also a picture that is serious because we think of how leprosy gradually led to death. It, brought, it was a spreading death, really. Leprosy was described many times as a spreading death. It spread more and more in the flesh and made it hard and brittle and useless. And death was the end. And dear friend, that's the end of sin. The wager of sin is death. There was a man in Dunfermline in Scotland many years ago, and he was seriously ill. And he um, was in bed... And he was uh, somebody came to speak to him and reminded him of the many times that he had heard the gospel, and he'd been stubborn and had rejected the gospel and had rebelled against God. and he was um, really coming to the point where he 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 wasn't uh, really uh, in touch with things. There was a kind of delirium that was swirling round his head, and he shrieked out. As he heard the gospel, he said, when shall I see God? And somebody said to him, well, you can either meet God now or you'll meet him in eternity. And then the person added, have you rejected God or accepted God? And the man cried out in his delirium, I've rejected God. I've rejected God. You see, he had rejected the only one who could save him and deliver him and he was far off from God. And he went out into eternity crying, I've rejected God. I've rejected God. What about you, dear friend? Have you rejected God tonight? Are you going down to that place of eternal death? They had the same disease. But secondly, I want you to see they came from the same place. We read here, uh, the, the Bible says in verse 12 there, and as he, that's the Lord Jesus, entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And we've spoken about how they stood afar off. But where were they coming from? Well, they were coming from the leper colony. That's where they were coming from. These ten men were together. The, only, the, the reason why um, lepers would get together was the only company that they could have. And so they got themselves together. Here were Jews and Gentiles. All of that now didn't matter because of the disease that they had. But here they were standing afar off. And they'd come from this place of hopelessness, this place of despair. If there was ever a place of despair upon this world, it was the leper colony. It was just there as sort of like a waiting room for death. And you know, a person can stand a lot of tribulations and trials as long as there's hope. But if there's no hope, then it uh, brings us down into a place of utter and complete despair. And I'm sure that these men, as we've said, when they first discovered maybe a little mark or a little white patch in their skin, they thought to themselves, well, this might be leprosy, but we hope it's not. And they looked at it, and maybe they were looking to see if it would grow. And then one day they thought, well, maybe that is growing. And they went along to the priest. And as the priest examined it, there was the verdict. You are unclean. You're going to have to go out into the leper colony. You're going to have to leave your home. And you're going to have to leave everything. And you're going to have to go to that place Of utter despair. No ointment. No medication. No doctor is going to be able to cure you. There is no cure. There is no hope. Oh dear friend. What an awful thing to be without hope. And you know that outside of Christ. There is no hope. Paul wrote to the Ephesians. And he spoke to them about them. having, uh, Before they were saved. As having no hope and without God in the world. Oh, dear friend, have you no hope? Job described the condition he thought when he thought he was abandoned by God. And he said, My days are swifter than a weaver's shuttle and are spent without hope. Oh, dear friend, outside of Christ, there is no hope for you. You can't get yourself out of that condition. Only God is able to lift you out of that place. And they came from the same place. It was a place of despair and a place of hopelessness. Oh, dear friend, you're in the place of hopelessness. But there is one hope, and it's the Lord Jesus Christ. That is your hope. But then I want you to see something else. They came, they cried to the same person, They came to the Lord Jesus Christ here. If you look at verse 13, it says, And they lifted up their voice and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. They cried to the Lord. One day there they were, coming out of the place of hopelessness. But they saw the one hope that there was in the world, and it is the Lord Jesus Christ I don't know how they recognized the Savior. No doubt uh, they had heard something about the miracle worker. They had heard something about his power. We know the Bible says that faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. But they certainly went to the right person. They made use of the opportunity that they had. Oh, what an opportunity! As the Lord Jesus was passing by in that town, there they were and they came out of that place of despair and they saw Christ. Oh dear friend, look to the Savior, Uh, look to the crucified one, look and live tonight. Here is the way of salvation and if you recognize your need tonight, you can come to the blessed Savior and we think of how he made peace Through the blood of his cross, he has made propitiation before God and he's able to save you to the uttermost. Oh, Christ is the only Savior. He's the way, the truth, and the life. They came or cried to the same person. But then they cried for the same thing. What did they cry for? Well, they came to the Lord Jesus and they cried, Master, Have mercy on us. Isn't that what we need? You need mercy. You don't have anything to bring to God, nothing to merit before God, uh, but you need His mercy tonight. Oh, thank God that in Him, mercy there was great and grace was free. Pardon there was multiplied to me. There my burdened soul found liberty at Calvary. And these men came recognizing that all that they could ask for was the mercy of God. Have you ever thought of what Christ gives you in salvation? Not only peace of heart and pardon before God, not only a place in heaven, but he makes us heirs of God and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. Oh, the depth of his mercy and his love. He's able to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him. And dear friend, we say to you, go to Christ tonight in your sin and in your iniquity, in your hopeless despair tonight. Go to Christ and cry for mercy. Cry to him for mercy. But then, Luke, not only did they cry for the same thing, but they got the same prescription. You notice what the Lord Jesus said to the ten uh, lepers. He said, Go to the priest. Look at verse uh, 14 there. He says, And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves to the priest. And then it says, that it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. So you'll notice that they had to show faith. They had to show faith. The Lord said, Go, go to the priest. Now, They were still lepers as they started out, as they took the first step. But as they went, they were healed. They were healed by faith. And dear friend, they got the same prescription. Go, go to the priest, but go in faith. And you know, it's without faith, it's impossible to please him. You must come to God for mercy and you must come by faith. You must come looking to him, recognizing His ability to save you. You know, some people look for the sign of consciousness of great sin or look for other things in their lives. But what you need to do is just go by faith and trust the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. You maybe say, well, I'm looking for a certain feeling or I'm looking for God to speak to me in a certain way or I'm looking for God to work in my heart in some uh, particular way. But dear friend, don't be waiting for these things. If these men had waited until there was a, s- a certain feeling or, or they began to uh, detect some kind of a-, a healing in their hearts, they would never have gone. They've got to go. Got to go by faith. Oh, dear friend, go by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ tonight. And then they were given the same instructions. They were told to go by faith, but they were to go to the priests. Now, the priests were those that that were in the law who were able to declare them clean. And we think of how uh, the law was kept here, how that the law was, uh, it wasn't set to one side, but the law was kept, and we think of how the Lord Jesus Christ has kept the law for us, Every part of the law is to be kept because we'll be judged by the law. It had to be perfect. And these men then went by the law and the law was kept. And we think of how the Lord Jesus Christ has kept the law for us. But what happened when they went to the priest? Well, when they went to the priest, the priest had to make an offering. And we are told how the priest would take a bird and they, uh, there, were, they, there was a dead bird and a living bird. Two birds were taken. And they, one, one of the birds was slain. That's the dead bird, of course. And then they would take the live bird and they would dip the wings of the live bird in the blood of the dead bird. And then they would take the, bird, the live bird out into the field and would set it free. Of course, a great picture of Calvary. How? That through the blood of our Saviour, the Lord Jesus Christ, we can be saved. And these men then were declared clean. How? By the blood. By the blood offering. By the blood sacrifice. And how can you be clean? Through the blood sacrifice of Calvary. Oh, thank God, what can wash away my sins? Nothing. But the blood of Jesus, what can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. And here they were looking for mercy. And they went by faith. And what did they find? Mercy in the precious blood of the Lamb. Oh, dear friend, that's the only place where you can find mercy. You find it there at the cross of Calvary. And oh, here, dear friend, were these men... And so far they're wise. They are the same. They go the same way. The only way. The one way. They go to Christ. They look for mercy. And they find deliverance in the blood of the Lamb. But there's one difference at the end. We see they did not show the same thankfulness. Look at verses 15 to 18. It says, And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back. And with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? They are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. Ten were healed. Nine never thanked the Lord Jesus Christ. Nine never gave glory to God and were thankful in their hearts. And you know, we as God's people tonight need to be very careful because in many ways we can be like these nine men that never thanked the Lord Jesus Christ. We begin to take it for granted. These men probably thought, well, the Lord Jesus has healed so many people and he's healed us. And it's a wonderful thing for us. And they never thought of giving thanks to God. But I want you to see that God wants his people to thank him. That's why we come on a Lord's Day. That's why we come to the meetings. We come to give glory to God. We come with thankfulness in our hearts. Oh, let us never forget to thank God for the many blessings he has given us. We couldn't have. gain salvation, we couldn't have uh, been healed any more than these lepers could have healed themselves. And we sometimes forget that God is to be thanked. Oh, have we been guilty tonight of taking the Lord for granted, taking His salvation for granted, not giving Him the thanks and the glory and the honor that is due to His name. Oh, the Lord wants to be thanked. Dear friend, if you will come to know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior tonight, you can come in thankfulness and you can come with uh, real uh, honor in your heart and in your soul and you can give thanks and glory and honor to God as you've never done before. There were many things that were similar about the ten men. There are also things that were different. Oh, let's make sure if we're saved tonight that we give thanks and glory and honor to God. But if you're not saved, then come. The way that these men, all of them came, they all came the same way. There was no other way. They had to come and trust the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior. May you come and trust The Lord as your Savior tonight. Let's just bow in a word of prayer. Our loving God and our gracious Father, we do thank Thee for Thy precious word to our hearts tonight. We thank Thee for these men that were delivered, and we do thank Thee for the power of God in deliverance. They couldn't have delivered themselves, but Lord, we thank Thee that through the blood of His cross they found deliverance. And we pray that others might find that deliverance in the Lord Jesus Christ tonight. And may God write his word upon our hearts. And if you don't know the Savior, we invite you to him. And we uh, invite you to get in contact with us or speak to us. And we will be too glad to help you if you want to know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. Let's uh, sing um, a verse or two of him 332. What a wonderful change in my life has been wrought since Jesus came into my heart. We'll sing the first two verses of the hymn and we'll stand as we sing. Our loving God and our gracious Father in heaven, we pray that thou wouldst part us in thy fear and with thy blessing now. May the blessing of God that maketh rich and addeth no sorrow with it be our portion, both now and in the incoming days, for Jesus' sake. Amen, amen.